0: It's the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm, here with good news and even better news. The good news? State Farm has new lower car insurance rates. The even better news? That means you can now get the service and convenience of a local State Farm agent at surprisingly great rates. State Farm can help you save more cash and get the good neighbor service you deserve. Just talk to your local State Farm agent or visit statefarm.com to find out how much you can save on your car insurance. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey everyone, welcome to Locked on Warriors. This is Grant Lifman, And I'm Drew Schiller. And we're here to talk to you about the Warriors five days a week. And this pod today, we are actually sponsored by SeatGeek. And we'll talk a little bit more about SeatGeek soon, Drew. Yes, because there's a lot of good stuff to talk about when it comes to SeatGeek. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Okay, good. So I think we're going to call this episode today Swaggy P. What do you think?
1: Yes, this is the Nick Young episode. And he yeah. deserves an entire episode. Because <laughs> he Grant, does! Grant, this is actually happening. We
0: are. <laughs> it's, we're we're going to let rarely. this happen. Very rarely do you get to be so excited about a reserve. Someone who might not play more than 15 minutes a game. 15? And he might be at 11 or 12 minutes a game, if that. Well, we'll see. I have some thoughts on that. But I'm just, I'm just so blown away by how one person can just... Think about this. They said in, the recruitment, in their recruitment of Nick Young that Draymond was involved, KD was involved... Uh, even Steph Curry put in a text to him. These guys love Nick Young.
1: Yeah, so let's go ahead and just go to the exact quote from his agent, Mark Bartlestein, who, by the way, had a pretty busy 4th of July because yeah. he is Gordon Hayward's agent. and uh, Yeah, that I, wonder process. Why would,
0: I wonder why this waited till the next day. Yeah,
1: yeah. that didn't exactly uh, go so well. So yeah, uh, Bartlestein was on Ryan Russillo, uh ESPN's Ryan Rossillo Uh, This morning, and this is what he said when asked about Nick Young to the Warriors. He said, we're excited. There were a number of opportunities for Nick. He's been recruited by four different teams. The players have been calling, getting a number of pitches. He had some really interesting opportunities in different places. But he met with Steve Kerr and with Kevin Durant and Draymond Green, and he had a great meeting with them, and they made it very clear how much they wanted him, end quote.
0: I love it. And did you see Kevin Durant's tweet today? That was my favorite. It
1: was just the best. He sends out a tweet of the famous Nick Young play where he shoots the three from the top of the key. He thinks it goes in. He turns around, does a little
0: shake, and the shot went in and out. Yeah, and you see the ball coming out of the room. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll I'll just put it this way. I just, I just can't imagine how much he's going to get into that vibe. When Oracle starts jumping and that vibe is going and the electricity's hot and all of a sudden everyone stands as Nick Young pulls up for a three and our bench just goes crazy. And he's definitely going to have a few puts up the shot, looks at the crowd, puts his arms up, and just expects it to go in. You can see it now. Uh, I can see it now. I mean, Steph Curry is... I'm literally doing it in like, right now. I have my hands up being Nick Young. Well,
1: that's kind of strange. You should probably... It is a little. You know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Steph Curry uh, has made it famous over the last couple years where he shoots, it turns around, looks at the opposing bench or starts to go down the court. I, I said this the other day and when Ray Ratto and I were talking about it on the happy hour and just talking about it with you on this pod, like, the, the there are going to be some fourth quarters next season where the Warriors are up big and Steph has the towel over his head on the bench and Draymond is sitting there and even Durant is sitting there and Nick Young is going to just be an ultimate heat check mode and it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be must see TV. It's going to be very entertaining and just the amount of times that we're going to see Nick Young just with that big smile on his face. And just yep. the, the whole team is just gonna love him out there, and he's gonna, I think, bring some levity into the locker room. Uh, oh, yeah! Because notice how I didn't say clubhouse there, Grant. Yeah, yeah. Well done. It's just gonna be a lot of fun. Now you just said a moment ago when I said that he's probably gonna only play eleven well, or, or twelve uh, minutes a game. Well, hang yes. on a second. And you said, guess. and you said, well, I have some thoughts about that. So go ahead, Grant. Just make yes. the make the declaration right now that Nick Young is gonna be the. Uh, Most improved player in the NBA. and He's going to be an (laughs) all-star.
0: No, no, no. Okay. Here's the deal. Nick Young will get a lot of minutes in the end of the season, partially because we'll be blowing out teams. That's where Nick Young will get a lot more minutes. Ian Clark finished with just under 15 minutes per game last season. Nick Young technically is filling in that spot, and Omer Caspi would be filling in Matt Barnes' spot. However, big difference, just straight off the bat, Nick Young being six foot seven shooting guard, and Ian Clark's a six foot three shooting guard. So, size alone, that is a very big difference. But Nick Young, I'm thinking, may actually spell more minutes for Igadala, for Sean Livingston. I think they're going to try as hard as they can to get those guys more rest. Oh, yeah. And I could see it'll be a Macaw and Nick Young that you'll see those minutes.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm glad you mentioned Pat McCaw because you and I were texting about this earlier today. Nate Duncan actually sent out a a tweet about it as well. It's kind of interesting uh, for Pat McCaw next year. He is going to be a restricted free agent next summer. And with the depth that the Warriors now have, and let's be serious, they still have two more roster spots to fill. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do there. We'll talk
0: about that more soon, yeah.
1: Pat McCaw, although I still think he's going to have some moments where he shines big and, and he really oh, yeah. shows his value, you know, Nate Duncan's tweet and your text was basically like, hey, are the Warriors almost trying to hide McCaw so that way he doesn't get any big offers in restricted free agency next summer? It's possible. And it's possible. It's kind of fun to think about all those little different um, derivatives and thing, domino effect of certain things. But, um, also, we need to mention that not only did the Warriors bring Nick Young into the fold, but they are paying him uh, right. the entire taxpayer mid-level exception of just under 5.2 million dollars. And I saw Bobby Marks of ESPN tweet out that yep. essentially the 5.2 million salary is costing the
0: Warriors 18 and a half million because right. so of they their brought him tax. in on a one-year 18 million dollar contract <laughs> yeah. in their minds. Which is insane, but you also have to, uh, yeah, no, that that (laughs) I don't know. There's no way of going around that. There's no way to sugarcoat that. That's a ton of money. Yeah, Um, but 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 everyone's going well. There's just so much depth now. Where are the guys going to get the minutes? That you know, there are some people who are little, literally worried about how do you find these guys minutes? And here's the number one thing that Warriors fans have started to take for granted a little bit. Yes, I said my name. Don't say anything, Drew that we have been very fortunately mostly healthy these last few years. True. We've had many years where Steph Curry was hurt in the past. Kevin Durant just missed an awful injury last year. (laughs) But for the most part, we've been pretty healthy. That's not going to last forever. It is never a bad thing to have as much depth as possible. Yes, there will be times where everyone's healthy. We have to kind of figure out and get some minutes in for people to keep them fresh. But at the end of the day – There will be injuries this year. You can guarantee it, and these guys will step up. And even if there aren't
1: actual injuries, there will be quote-unquote injuries to give guys nights off with rest. Uh, A couple other things about the Nick Young signing. I was reading Kevin Pelton's analysis of the signing, and I actually learned something about um, the contract situation. So because the Warriors used the entire taxpayer mid-level on Nick Young, They can't dip into it to potentially give Jordan Bell some of it, which means they could have given Jordan Bell a three-year deal, but now, because Jordan Bell will be just on the minimum, they have to give him a two-year deal, which means he will be a free agent in the summer of 2019. Now, we have never Mm -hmm. seen Jordan Bell play in the NBA. A lot of people think he's going to be a pretty significant uh, role player for the Warriors in the coming years,
0: so that's just something to kind of remember. To be fair, I think they have no problem shedding as many salaries as possible, but for two years from now, so that they can reevaluate and go from there. And by shed, you mean not give Livingston
1: yeah. the eight million and maybe potentially trade Andre? Giles. Yes,
0: yeah. So I don't think they mind not having Jordan. Bell of course, I'm just yeah.
1: saying we don't even um, need to look that far ahead. Well, hey, one other thing, but, real quick. But, yes. Before we talk about Seat Geek, because we yes. got to talk about Seat Geek here. Don't yes, worry. Yes, we do. Um. Grant, I tweeted this out today. I seriously did not remember that Nick Young was on the Clippers in 2012 in the playoffs. Right. And he played very well for the Clippers. During the playoffs, he averaged a little over eight points in 18 minutes per game in 11 playoff games that year. He was 17 for 33 from three combined. That's over wow. 50%. Yeah. And in that historic game one comeback against the Grizzlies, he had nine points in the fourth quarter to lead the Clippers in the fourth quarter. So he does right. have some playoff experience. We're going to talk about Omri Caspi coming up here after we talk about Seat Geek. He has yeah. never played in a playoff game.
0: <laughs> okay well let's talk about how about, SeatGeek first. how about that all right all right well SeatGeek is the smartest easiest way to get live tickets That's, uh, to get tickets to live events I personally have the SeatGeek app on my phone so do I yes you do too and it's by far the easiest way I found to shop for tickets I could be anywhere and just with a few taps I can instantly find seats um, I actually just used uh, SeatGeek to buy tickets recently to a concert. So just th- that's. A, I that's... recently
1: was looking at SeatGeek to buy
0: uh, Jack Johnson tickets because he's gonna be at the Greek Theater in Berkeley. There you go. There you go. So yeah, it just uh, you know, SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. Now, speaking of deals, Drew. Best of all, the listeners of this pod get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is you download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code, and put it in caps here, yeah. L-O-N-B-A. Locked on Warriors, sorry, locked on NBA. So L-O-N-B-A. That's your code, L-O-N-B-A. Caps lock. Get you, caps lock. And that'll get you $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase.
1: Whoo! Whew. Sounds pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I was pumped. Okay. I love apps. Apps are cool. You're an app guy. Hey, Drew. Yeah. I want to throw a few stats out here uh, for all of us. And here's – I want everyone to know. We've gotten some great feedback from some of our listeners. And please, please, you can write to us on our Twitter. Uh, Drew is at Drew Schiller. There's no C in it. I'm at G Lifman. two Fs and two Ns. Drew, we've gotten some good feedback. A lot of people are asking for maybe some also some metrics and stuff. Yes. They like the banter. Um, We will absolutely do that going forward, especially during the season. We have tons of stats for you during the season. Right now, things are a little bit more rumor mill. So that's the reason we're going this direction. But if you want to do a few stats quickly, I just want to throw some out for you. Nick Young took 70%, nearly 70% of his shots last year from three-point distance. In fact, he shot only one three-point attempt less per game than Klay Thompson during the season. Despite that, besides shooting seven threes per game, he shot over 40%. He was one of the few NBA players the last year to shoot so many threes and make over 40%. So what's interesting about that is he shoots 70% of his shots from three. Ian Clark, who he's probably going to be replacing, shot only 40% of his shots from three, but also from a good percentage. So really, in truth, it's going to be a little bit of a different dynamic. Remember, David West was giving all those backdoor cuts at even Clark, and that was nice because it opened up some backdoors for the Warriors. We can't have everybody standing at the three-point line, and that's where you have to be – there's a little danger when you have Omri Caspi, Nick Young, all these guys stand behind the three-point line. So there will have to be people cutting to the rim a little more, and I'm sure the coaches will address that.
1: That's a really, really good point. And another – Question that uh, we were asked on Twitter today about some defensive metrics for Nick Young and Omri Caspi. Well, we're just going to be honest. Uh, Nick Young in his career has not been a good defender at all. Correct. When you look at all of the metrics. But something to keep in mind is that he's played on a lot of not very good teams. Correct. And when you play for the Warriors and you're uh, putting on that uniform, you are going to defend. It's going to be demanded of you. Draymond Green, who probably recruited Nick Young harder than anybody, Is going to expect Nick Young to give maximum effort on the defensive end. And so
0: and and can I just to one thing to aside on that? Yeah. The best comparison I can think of is Leandro Barbosa. Before coming to the Warriors, he was known as a no-defense guy. He literally did not play defense. He just got some steals, right? He comes to the Warriors, and while he wasn't a great individual defender, the guy put in more defensive energy than I think I've ever seen in his career and he ended up being a pretty good defender in the end for the Warriors so I that's the way I kind of compare the two and you hope that Nick Young can do the same
1: and we're not just gonna expect Nick Young to become a plus defender he's 32 years old he has the same birthday as you as we've already discussed he's not just gonna all of a sudden be a lockdown guy he's gonna need the guys around him to cover up some mistakes at times but just by being around better defensive players he is going to become a better individual defender himself one other quote i wanted to say about nick young before we finish the nick young topic and move on um bartolstein also had this to say in his uh, comments to ryan Rossillo. and the warriors are in the luxury tax and they extended their full taxpayer mid-level to him which is a huge investment in a guy while Nick had some other opportunities that I think were exciting and maybe a chance to even have a bigger role, I think he just felt that how much these guys had gone after him and to play on a world championship team and the style they play, the, ball, the way the ball moves, the way they share it, they look after each other, and the way Steve coaches them. he wanted an opportunity to be a part of all of that, end quote. Grant, I would have to assume that Nick Young had some offers that were either two years Right. Or more than five point two million because remember he turned down a player option that
0: was between five point six and five point seven million. So Right. Even, and, and and I can guarantee you he had more offers that were more playing time. This is probably the least playing time of all the offers. Yeah,
1: but Nick Young is saying to himself, Hey, I'm going to get exposure by being on this team, and I can kind of change the perception of who I am, just like JaVale McGee did. So this is happening. Nick Young is on the Warriors. I cannot wait to see him out there, and um, it's, it's just going to be a lot of fun.
0: It will be a lot of fun. And didn't you have something to say about Omer Caspi's defense as well?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we can quickly just pivot to, to Omer Caspi. I actually wanted yeah. to talk about uh, a tweet that I saw from uh, David Pick, who covers uh, basketball outside of the United States. He's basically like the, the woge of okay. European basketball. And uh, he tweeted out this morning, Omri Caspi said he'd soon travel to San Francisco to sign with the Warriors. Welcome texts from Steve Kerr and KD were, quote, a dream come true. That's cool. So Omri Caspi uh, probably also could have had could have gotten a contract more than the veteran minimum of 2.1 million, but he he definitely could have is coming to the Warriors for the same reason why a lot of guys are going to come to the Warriors over the next couple of years. And I mean, this is a guy who's been in the league for eight years and he is a peer of Kevin Durant. And he is basically acknowledging that just getting a text from Durant is a dream come true. And uh, I think Kevin Durant to Warriors fans is a dream
0: come true. Like this guy, is (laughs) he's taking less money. It's unbelievable. He is. Um, just, a, just quickly, also some rumors still. There is a lot of rumors still saying that Zaza Petrulia has a good chance of coming back. We yep. don't know that yet. Um, Although anything- Marcus
1: Thompson, he was on 95-7 the game uh, earlier today, which, by the way, is Wednesday night. As always, we record this late at night, and you listen to it the next morning or next afternoon or whenever you can. Uh, Marcus Thompson said that he thinks JaVale is going to come back on the cheap and that those were his words, or the, that was the tweet that 95.7 sent out, and that he thinks Zaza might come back. So maybe Marcus well, is and, hearing something different.
0: And you heard today that JaVale McGee is meeting with the Clippers, and yep. uh, you know we, we are hoping it's not another situation where the Clippers get most space, like a most space for insanely cheap when the Warriors could have had him too. So um, you know, I, I it, it is a really big toss up. You and I both are hesitant to think that there's a spot for two centers Zaza and him considering Damian Jones and Jordan Bell are supposed to have some time in the front court this year and David West Kavon Looney Draymond Green that's like seven potential centers exactly so in that case I don't know it's possible but you never know um I'm thinking it'll be only one of them yeah but I think it's it's going to be
1: Zaza and he'll get the 14 spot and then I think that uh Unless somebody just wows them who's still available on the market and is willing to come on a minimum, I think yeah. that they'll, uh, you know, invite some guys to training camp and see what happens. We'll see. I mean, they've invited some names like Jason Capono and Ben
0: Gordon yeah. are two guys who have been in yeah. Warriors training camp. So we'll and, see. And the person that I keep on pointing to and I keep on saying to you, Drew, is Isaiah Cannon. I really, I really like his game. He's small, he's only six feet tall. But the guy can shoot the lights out, and I think another guard could help the Warriors at some point. I know Nick Young is another guard, but I want someone, you know, we don't really have a uh, uh, Steph Curry type guard, a small one. So,
1: well, I, we're, we're going we're gonna to close it on this, okay? I see on Twitter, right as we are talking, uh, Chris Haynes and Mark Spears, uh, a little joint um, article here. The Cleveland Cavaliers offered yes. former NBA All-Star Chauncey Billups what is viewed in NBA circles as a below-market salary of 2 million annually for the role of serving as president of basketball operations and according to sources the team's initial offer was 1.5 million. So, so Chauncey Billups to... got lowballed? Yeah. And that's why he's not with the Cavs.
0: Oh, uh, everyone right now who's listening that's a Warriors fan. Be thankful that you're a Warriors fan right now.
1: No, well, that and just
0: be thankful that Joe Lacob is the owner that's what I'm and saying. not that's, Dan that's, Gilbert. That's literally what I'm saying. Well, you didn't literally. literally say it. Well, you know, I was kind of metaphorically saying it, if you really think about it. Yeah, metaphorically. Metaphorically. Okay, whatever, dude. Yeah, I think it's time um, to I, wrap this baby yeah, up. Yeah, I want to big, big thank you to SeatGeek for sponsoring today's pod. And uh, we're going to be with you tomorrow to talk – I think some news is going to break tomorrow on the Zaza JaVale front. I have a feeling.
1: Yeah, Thursday, uh, Thursday, July 6th, before the Warriors uh, and kind of the whole thing shifts to Las Vegas for, exactly. the, for the next 10 I have a days feeling. So. All right.
0: I have a feeling. I have a tease going, so we'll see. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great day. Okay, bye. Bye. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is 9 dollars and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. San Jose Sharks hockey is back, and we've got you covered five days a week at Locked On Sharks. I'm Kyle Demetrius. I'm J.D. Young. I'm Eric Fowle. Together we make sure you're never without your Sharks programming. Will the Sharks make a trade for a right winger? We got you covered. Will Eric Carlson's groin hold up for the entire season? We've got you covered. Whatever happens with Team Teal every day, we've got you covered at Locked On Sharks five days a week on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast